What's up? Hello, hello. How are you? Welcome back to the tea and cognac session. This is your girl O'Brien, aka OB, aka O, coming to you on January 2nd, 2022. You survived 2021. I don't know how, but by the skinny skin skin of your chin, we in this camp. Season four. And I did just drop off last season. I make no excuses. Uh, I had to get my personal affairs in somewhat of a better manageable state. (laughs) That means I had to get personal relationships intact. So I am going to start the season with a relationship topic. Sisterhood. Friendships. Uh, We're in a state of crisis in the in the realm of relationships whether that is a friendship uh situationship whatever the hell ship it's supposed to be two people could be more and how you deal with each other and the honesty of the matter is we're not dealing with each other very well because we have not been honest with self we have not been taught and we don't really know how to deal with our uh emotions at this point Most of us grew up, but most of us did not mature. So I want to kick the the episode off talking about the blood covenant. There's There's an old saying, blood is thicker than water is the bastardization of the full quote. The blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the womb. Those who stand by you, who shed blood in battle beside you, they are your family. Bonds of loyalty and trust excuse me, choice are stronger than mere genetics. So we ran around talking about blood was thicker than water, blah, blah, blah. And uh, my truth came in, oh, probably years ago, but it slapped me in the face probably two years ago when I realized people I was holding on to really didn't care about me, really couldn't give two shits about me, but I had given them a lot of weight. I had given them a lot of secrets, a lot of things they could use against me. And when presented with the opportunity, they did very much that. So uh, it's been me recognizing the the bonds and uh, who I'm quick to give a title to and who I'm not so willing to give titles to. I never really was one for the best friend title. For me, if you claim me as family, that was saying more to me than being your best friend. Uh, I remember being in little spats with people. All of a sudden, they fighting over me about who's the best friend. Well, bitch, if I claim you as my family, that Trump best friend in my world, but I, you know, eh, everybody has different whatever, right? So for my cup of tea, I needed family because I have a family, but I'm not close with my family, right? So I went out looking for my tribe. And over the years, I've come across some wonderful women. But then over the years, I've come across some... (laughs) And it's weeding them out, trying to understand everybody isn't for a lifetime. A lot of people that's coming across your path were meant to come across your path, but they were seasons. You kept them along way longer than they were intended to be. Um, That's not anybody's fault but our own. And the first step is accountability. 
being able to accept your fault, your role, your card in the game. Because it takes two to tango. So uh, what I'm learning and what has always been expressed to me for every finger you're pointing, two fingers are pointing back at you. So uh, I had to really give it some real thought. Like who, who who was the example? How did we know about sisterhood? How did we know how to be sisters and treat each other as such? I got to thinking, well, I'm the girl on my mother's side. I grew up with boys. So I've seen a lot of boy, whatever, brotherhood examples. But for me personally, it was just a couple of my cousins by marriage that I got really tight with. But outside of movies, I didn't have real life examples of what healthy sisterhood looked like. Now, don't get me wrong. We had TV shows back in the early 90s, 80s. Uh, My shit was the Cosby shows and then the spinoff A Different World. That was my shit. I really fell in love with the whole idea of going to college, being surrounded by people that look like me, and being educated. That was something that was really, that made it real for me. It made it like it, it was something I could do in my lifetime. And I did. I went on to go to college and whatever. It wasn't the same experience, of course, but it did inspire me to go. Then went on to watch uh, In Living Single. Uh, Sex in the City is not a, a... Look, I fucked with it heavy in my younger years, not understanding that it was corrupting me. <laughs> Giving some really false information and really misleading women and what reality and what expectations should be. Um, it did It did fuck us up a bit. Uh, the other one, The Secret Lives of Bees. That was a really good one for me. I saw sisterhood in that one and it touched me. I cried every time I saw that one for the first few years. But um, the last one I think I can recall is Set It Off. And not even saying that's a healthy example, but the bond was real. Like ride or die, die for you, look out for you. Uh, that's the last example I really have seen. Everything else has been catty betrayal steal your man take your man it's a competition just not healthy examples and y'all know i've been talking about y'all pretty bad for a while now as far as the ones that really got into the mtv love and hip-hop life (laughs) took that shit literal thought that shit was real found out those are paid actresses and actors that's not life uh you can try but you ain't gonna get far so, you know, it's a, it's a matter of doing the work and then knowing who thyself is. We talked about uh, season one brought it all up. Self-care, reacting versus responding. Like, how was we managing our crazy? Who the hell were we? Season one, right? And then season two started identifying more specifically why I'm angry. The angry black woman and why we're the way we are and Season three, dug deeper, generational curses. Then we did the adverses uh, score, you know, uh, the mental health topic. It's been mocked and made fun of so tough. Now it's time to get serious and everybody's nervous. Like, oh shit, I've been laughing at some inappropriate shit for years now. Uh Uh-huh, for years. Uh, Schizophrenia, bipolar, all kind of shit running rampant and pretty common, but it didn't get addressed and now the family skeletons are just 
fucking pouring out the closet because now our elders are dying and getting older and getting sick and the shit that they could keep under wraps and keep secret now it's not so much a secret anymore now it's uh uh-oh we know we know who's your social supports who helping y'all navigate through this shit if you really waking up and if you are anything like i am i'm the black sheep i'm not the favorite i'm not the most liked uh many i spent many years trying to understand why and wanting to be and then got to a point when I realized the more you give, the more they'll take. And it doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> Excuse the language. But uh, you get to a place of recognizing, okay, yeah, I gave my best. Absolute best effort. It was not enough. So at this point, I need to collect my little two cents and get the fuck on out the way. Because everybody ain't for you. Everybody ain't meant for you. Everybody ain't supposed to have access to you. Just because they can talk good or maybe they even have a flashy something for you. Or maybe they are a temporary feel good. Um, you can escape one hell <laughs> for a minute just to recognize you're in a whole different hell. So I had to really pay attention who was coming to the rescue when I found myself in my, in my very lowest point. And I think I hit my lowest it's been probably within the last two or three years what I thought in the past was low. No, ma'am. No, sir. Uh, it would take me to get fired for the first time in my adult life and uh, some of my my immediate family to really show some true colors when they thought I had some significant money. Um, when I saw who was what and who stepped up and who really showed out, it was mind-blowing because the the ones I kind of had written off as, eh, they cool, but these are the very ones offering my offering me their car. If I had some kind of out-of-town emergency and I couldn't take my own vehicle, they've offered their car, no questions asked. Uh, Bill was short, didn't know what to do, slid it my way, didn't make me ask, knew I needed it. It's like, if you know me, I'm not asking unless it's absolutely just I'm, I'm i'm destitute at this point for me to ask is some humbling shit right because i've i've pr- basically raised by my grandmother who's old school pull yourself up by the bootstraps you get your shit on your own you don't ask nobody for shit that's brenda k all day uh she's not quick to ask for a damn thing now i'm not saying that's right i am saying she's paying for it in her elder years the not asking for help And I definitely have some prime examples of who I don't want to be. As I watch my elders get older and these so-called strong, independent women are actually needing people and actually vulnerable now. And so we got some real eye-opening shit on relationships and how we're treating each other and why we're treating each other that way. I had to pay attention to who my circle was because, like I said, I was giving energy to women that secretly hate me. I mean, I'm showing up with flowers and whatever. I got all kind of shit going on, but to make you smile makes me smile. That's just kind of how I'm cut. If I can help somebody or or deter that whatever negative energy, I'm that I'm all about it. And I I think I've been that way my whole life. So once I recognize that that's not a everybody energy, only a few walk around genuinely looking to uplift others without a hidden agenda 
A lot of people are out here moving in ego, uh, moving in selfishness and self. So I had to recognize what kind of characters, what kind of energy do I need in my life? I like strong energy. I like strong people. So I gravitate to that. And I've recognized where everybody's usually elder to me. I'm usually the youngest. But does not mean mature. Everybody's older, but does not mean that they are mature. And wherever their trauma happened, and I'm finding out if you if your trauma happened at 20, 22, 25 years old, that's where you stayed mentally, no matter if you're 40, 50 years old. You stayed wherever the traumatic shit happened mentally. So I've been able to associate with some pretty financially stable individuals, but emotional intelligence has been out the window. Can't articulate their feelings, uh, can't communicate their insecurities. This is man or woman. But specifically for this, this episode, this is the sisterhood. I'm talking about the friendship. The insecurities have been so fucking loud. Us as women are so fucking broken and so on attack mode we don't even know how to be friends let alone be relationships so i'm sitting here questioning damn i you know i i have been able to manage to hold on to maybe a handful of friend girls that i can consider close i can call and say hey i'm hungry i don't have gas i need a shoulder to cry on and vice versa there's a few i can do that with And I'm noticing the smaller the circle, the better I can manage it. (laughs) The better the secrets are not in a big ass group. And, you know, there's not a bunch of side conversation and shit. I'm pretty much having to treat my women like I treat my men. I can't have a bunch of them. They can't be hanging out together too often without me because it becomes too imbalanced. There's this discord that's happening with women because somebody feels left out or somebody gets jealous, or something. So it's a whole, we don't even know how to be a sisterhood. We're not even friends with each other. How the fuck we out here in relationships? And and vice versa. How are men out here? We don't, y'all don't even have a brotherhood no more. Like there's no code. Again, I've said it before in the past, in seasons one, two, and three, moral code. Uh, uh, used to be a sisterhood, used to be a code amongst thieves, like no certain shit you just didn't do. Anything goes at this point. There's no code, there's no rules. And that's where you'll get fucked up messing with me. Because again, I'll reiterate, I'm old school, very much young, but I'm old school. I'm not going for the dumb shit, the young dumb shit. So, uh, and, and, and let me put this little tidbit in here too sisterhood does not imply sister wife (laughs) i got my fucking lid blown last month because i let a little young little somebody get in my ear for just a second now i wasn't ever considering the polygamy shit but motherfucker gonna approach me on some first off he don't approach me with that first he makes sure he introduces himself and he's a gentleman and all these wonderful things first then lets me know oh he wants more than me he needs to have two or three of me well let me just say and this is just a side note has nothing to do with the real topic but (laughs) 
I just want y'all to know that there is too entirely too much shit going on. And for me to be taking people seriously, have your shit together. If you don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, you really shouldn't be trying to approach nobody with these type of circumstances and situations. You want me to do what to what? So like I told him, I don't share dick. Never have and not going to start. 2022 is not how we're starting. And um, I meant that. So I had to leave young man alone because, yeah, this ain't that. But they trying it. And, and that's what the whole idea is. We trying shit with no real information. Like, we common sense ain't common. Uh, we can't even assume common sense is out there anymore because people are into just such dumb shit. They don't let drugs and everything else happen in their world. It's, it's a damn shame. But anyway, anyway, bringing it back in because I show sure not a squirrel and go left. Um, we hollering click squad gang know your role in all of that and I've said it for some time now when you got shit to lose you move differently period point blank so I've had to recognize well just I'm gonna make people uncomfortable I move a certain way I carry myself a certain way I be going through it bill due don't know where the money coming from job didn't clear didn't book a job the whole month of december so i have been just some kind of upside down probably 60 days now you see me on the street apparently i carry the shit well you would never guess the struggle but the shit's real we don't know what's going on behind closed doors so the best thing i can offer going into 2022 is be kind and if you really got some friends that you really fuck with, check on them. Don't get so caught up in your shit that you forget to check on people. But also, if you that fucked up, say something. But I also read something that said the people that know you can feel you in your silence. So when you do go falling off into your dark hole, the ones that fuck with you the toughest, they're going to recognize your absence. They're going to come looking for you. They're going to lift you up. So the ones meant for you and supposed to be in your life, they're not tearing you down. They're not pouring salt in a wound. They are not taking kicks at you when they already know you're down. Okay? That's an insecure, weak person. All you can do for them is pray and get the fuck away from them. Because I promise you, their job is to destroy you. And, um... That's just where they are mentally. And I personally can't take on that kind of damage. I, oh my God. <laughs> when I recognized the, the the massiveness of the damage, it was like, oh shit. So three years I've given to, an, a, to an, uh, a, a relationship that it shouldn't have went no more, but I did. I got another situation that I did the same thing 10 years. It's like I've given so much energy to some shit. And now that I've let my prime years pass and I am faced with, okay, you're not married and you're not where you thought you would be four years away from 40. What to do now? Make some serious adjustments and grow the fuck up because wasting time is no longer a leisure I have. Um, Giving energy to people that don't deserve it is no longer an option. So that's, that's it for me, y'all. I need my sisterhood intact. I got a uh, Whitbit. I got Reese. 
And uh, AK and KC, Shell, Cousin, like I got about five of y'all that real deal. I've known y'all for some years now, and I fucked with you heavy, uh, at least two of y'all, since Sir was born or before. So, you know, I, I just recognizing the, the, the power in some of the women I do know. And just recognizing that's a blessing and you don't you don't find those types of characters every day. Hold on to them and protect them as best you can. That's all you can do. So on this cold, and I mean it's cold. We was cute all December, right? We didn't get no winter, but baby, we got winter today. It's cold, it's ignorant, I hate it here. <laughs> so welcome back. I will jump back onto my regular scheduled programming and Hit you with an episode probably once a week, once every two weeks or so. And, um, you know, we got a lot to discuss. Uh, We're going to talk about this so-called being independent, the family unit, what these celebrities got us doing and shit. Going to bring up the beta versus, excuse me, beta versus alpha again, because we, we need some education on what's masculine and what's feminine and why it's so messed up out here and uh, sex. The topic is sex. Why is it so important and why is it just running amok? So we got a lot to discuss. Looking forward to it. Uh, Check me out on Facebook, The Jill of Most Trades, O-S-D-L-L-C. I'm on Google. The Melanin Initiative, Unlearning to Relearn Black Negro History. Oh, because we got plenty. And, uh, you know, you see me. Keep watching. I ain't going nowhere. I appreciate the support, the love. And um, y'all be easy out here. Stay blessed.